What's going on? This is Michael Ryan with Spinning Fire, and today is Monday. And as you guys know, every single Monday we come at you, we spit fire, yeah. and we spit the truth about the truth. Today I got my boy E Crizzle, E Shizzle, E Wizzle, E Dizzle, E Money Bags with me today. They call me E Money Millionaire. <laughs> Even though I ain't a millionaire, you will be actually I don't care. very close to being a very yeah, you know, very close, very moves. close making moves. Anyway, so today we're gonna talk about a very special topic that I think that you know you have definitely earned the right to talk about, which is servant leadership. Like, what does it mean to be a servant leader? You know what I mean, and why? Why it's important to actually have that mindset, right? So before we get into the topic, what I like for you guys to do is, as you guys know. We literally do this to impact people. We don't care about residual income, even though that is important. We more we care more about residual impact. And in order to impact people, in order to make a difference in this world, what I think what we need to do together as a squad is to share this positive information, share the vibes, share this information so that other people can listen and get impacted at the same time. So I would appreciate you guys just sharing this with someone, a friend, a coworker, or a family member that you actually believe in you actually want to help and you think that this content can really change your life so we appreciate you guys for actually you know a lot of you guys have been you know messaging me lately telling me how amazing some of the stuff that you guys are getting as you've applied it to your business your life and your sales or whatever the case may be and we're going to keep doing this every single week to impact you guys so we appreciate you once again for taking the time out to listen so we can actually add value to you so Today's topic about servant leadership, and you know, I'm going to ask Eric a couple of questions. It'll be mainly focused on you because I think that you have definitely earned that right. I mean, you, a lot of people love you, bro. Like when it comes to your team, they fucking love you. They 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 adore who you are as a person, who you are on the inside. And I want to kind of ask a couple of questions. Why did you choose this this mentality of serving your team and without any agenda? Like, where did that idea come from? Like, how did you even you know come about that? Well, let me. I mean, you pretty much said one of the things I wanted to say, which was, you know, how do I define servant leadership? Yeah. Um, which in my mind is doing something for somebody without any expectation, right? A lot of people can serve people, but if your only thought or agenda is to get something back out of it, that's not really servant leadership. That's just, you know, doing something for somebody because you, you want them to reciprocate a favor back, right? So when I talk about servant leadership, I mean, genuinely doing things for people just out of the kindness of your heart to try to help them or put them in a better place, either mentally or physically, without necessarily expecting anything in return. Now, there's a lot of times that, you know, turn out to, you know, there's a lot of times people return the favor later on when they're in a better place, absolutely. But that shouldn't be the only reason or incentive for doing things. Um, And so if you're pure in your heart and pure in your intentions, um, that's gonna come a little bit more natural, right? If, if, all you ever, you know, grow up knowing is that, you know, if you scratch somebody's back, they'll scratch yours, then it's, it's, there's going to be, you know, a, um, it's not going to be as natural. It's not going to be as pure in your intention. So I try to just come from a, a very genuine, pure, natural place. Um, I don't, I'm a very simple man. I don't need a lot to make me happy. You know, it's very few things that I need to really make me feel fulfilled beyond, you know, my own eternal gratefulness. And so, yeah. you know, when I do things, it really does come from a pure, genuine, you know, place in my heart. And so I think that a lot of times that comes off, you know, to my team or to the people I work with, because you can, you can usually sense bullshit, right? And yeah. I think when, when I people, talk to people, people sense genuine, they, 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 you're um, very genuine to them. Yeah. And I, I don't, I mean, it's not like I do things intentionally to come off as genuine. I think that just being genuine, people can sense that. And you're authentic. How about that? I like, I like that actually, it's funny because I love that word authentic. It's so pure in, 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 in sound, but, um, so what was your question? Again? <laughs> well, yeah. What well, you know, how did you even come about? Like, you know, 
where did this idea of servant leadership come from? Did you have an example in your life? Like, did you just come out to you? Like, for example, for me, I had no idea. Like, I remember uh, uh, one of my mentors a long time ago, he gave me a book called uh, Servant Leadership. Because I didn't understand leadership. You know, I'm, I'm still becoming a better leader every single day. Like, I want to be better for my team, better for myself, better for the people that are around me, people that listen to me. Like, I, I know it's a big responsibility. I know it's not, you know, just me sitting there putting a fucking title on my name and saying, yeah, I'm a leader. Like, it's a, it's a big responsibility thinking about other people and taking care of other people. And I remember one of my mentors, I think I was like 21 or 22 or around 23 years old. He literally gave me a book and said, read this book. And it was, and the name of it was Servant Leadership. I don't know who the author was, but when I read that book, I was like, holy moly, like leadership is not about you taking and sounding good and looking good. Leadership is about adding value to others and serving the crap out of your team. And to me, serving was giving them food, helping them out, making sure they make money, like driving them home late at night, like whatever I possibly could to make their life 10 times better, it would be done. And that's the mentality I had. And when I started seeing someone do that to me, because I was like wondering, why would someone, I was 19, why would someone come and help me out? Like what if? What, what, what reasoning did they have? Maybe they saw some talent in me. Maybe they saw that I could help them get to what they wanted to go. But at that time, I had really had nothing. I was in my car. I was busted broke. I had nothing. I was like, the only thing this guy could, or these people could take from me is my freaking Xbox or my PS3 at the time, whatever the hell it was. So I'm like, what are they going to take from me? I got nothing. Literally nothing. Zip, zilch, nada. So, and I realized that it was not just taking from me, but it was actually giving to me that really empowered them and you know made them incredible leaders. So, I got that lesson from people that mentored me. Where did you get that lesson from? Was it a family member? Was it like a book? Was it? I mean, I think I, the best way to describe it, and again, this is just me being honest. I have, you know, I grew up in a pretty good situation. I mean, yeah, I had some challenges. You know, my parents got divorced when I was younger, but I always felt fulfilled, you know, spiritually, mentally. I felt loved. I felt, you know, un- I didn't really always feel understood, but I felt, you know, very fulfilled my whole life. And a lot of that came from my parents but and my grandparents. But it also, I just think, then came from who I, you know, who I am, I guess. So I guess, you know, where it came from is when you ha- when you feel full, the only thing you can do is, is to empty your cup in somebody else's cup. You know, pour a little of your, you know, your what you have yeah. into somebody else's cup. And I, and I... What I found is that the more I poured my juice into somebody else's cups, you know, the fuller my cup felt. I never felt like I was emptying my cup. Wow. It's kind of like, you know, a candle. If you have a candle and you light another flame or another candle, it doesn't diminish the flame of your own candle. So I find joy in helping people. And, you know, you have to obviously be, you know, smart about it. And, you know, sometimes people like one of my problems, sometimes people take advantage of me because they know that I have kindness in my heart. So, you know, I have to be careful sometimes not to give too much. Um, especially if they haven't earned it, but, um, I think it just comes from, you know, having a very full cup and rather than letting the liquid waste and just spill over, I choose to sometimes fill it up in somebody else's cup because I do feel bad for people. I have a soft spot in my heart sometimes. And, you know, when I see people like on the side of the street or I see, you know, people suffering. I I feel everyone feels that. that No, of course. Everyone feels that. And so, but not that many people act on it. So like, you know, when it comes to servant leadership, it's not just, you know, everybody can help somebody when they're in really desperate need, right? But not only, not sorry to rub, but you don't just help them when they're in need. You help them when they're not in need. See, that's what servant leadership to me is about. It's not about helping someone when they need help. It's about serving them when they don't really need it. You just do it to help them get to the next level. Like anybody can help a homeless guy, give him five bucks, right? But not everybody can take a guy that's doing so well in life and get him to that next stage of his life the next level of his life when you don't really have to when the guy can do it you know obviously through 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 his own effort but just by you serving that guy 
because you know it's going to make a difference in his life and adding that, making that residual impact. That's what the key. And I've seen you do that in a lot of people. You man. know what's crazy though? And I mean, you could probably relate to this and hopefully the audience can a little bit. Um, I don't know how many of you guys out there are Jewish or know anything about Judaism, <laughs> but my, my grandfather always used to bring up the word mensch. And um, a mensch means basically to be a man. But I think for me, it has a little bit more meaning. It means to do good things as a man or to do good things as a woman, right? And so... Um, well, nowadays, you can be you can be whatever you want. Yeah, right? you can be anything in between <laughs> too, right? But, um, but I think my point is, is, that, is that word always kind of stuck with me. And it's like, you know, you always have decisions in life. And every decision you make can put you in one direction or another. And I kind of just, you know, I don't maybe think about it on a conscious level every day. But subconsciously, it's like, do I want to be a fucking mensch? Or do I want to be, you know, a schmuck? And smudge. A schmudge. <laughs> do I want to be a mensch or do I want to be a schmudge? A sh- you know, a schlamodel or a schlemiel. And so... <laughs> Um, I think subconsciously, you know, the more times you put yourself in God's favor, favor, um, you know, the, the, the more blessings, blessings internally you will receive. And, and so I don't know, it's just, it's just a matter of, I feel like doing the right thing. And if people can so, do a little bit more of that, I so think let me that ask they'll you, feel what more are, fulfilled. What are three steps or three ways someone can actually be a better sermon leader? Cause I think number one, one be better leader, number yes. one, be more grateful when you're grateful and you appreciate things more, then you're going to want to give more, right? And I, I feel for me, I have so much appreciation and gratefulness in my heart, even just for breathing, you know? Sometimes I'll watch videos of burn victims on YouTube and it's like, I know it sounds a little weird, but like I finish these videos and I'm just like, all I can feel is appreciation and gratefulness that I'm healthy, that I'm not like in their position. And so if you can put yourself into a place where, you know, you replace, um, you know, um, expectation with appreciation Mm, then you're going to want to you know you're going to have that that servant mentality in your heart so i would say number one is just develop a stronger um, level of gratefulness and appreciation um, for sure i would say number two um, sometimes you have to just behave your way into things and what i mean by that is just because you don't feel like doing something doesn't mean the action of doing it itself doesn't put you in a better place and so or doesn't mean anything so what i'm saying is even if you don't want to serve people or you don't feel like it sometimes you just have to behave your way into that into that place and so just do it anyway you know do things for people even when you don't feel like it there's always going to be moments where you know you just say no or you can't do something and that's fine nobody expects you to you know give at every moment every day but do things for people even when you're not, you know, your mind isn't in the mood because your behavior of doing it um, is just as impactful on your physiology and your mindset. And obviously, it's just impactful is you know just as impactful for that person that you're doing it for, and they'll they'll you know really appreciate that. Um, and then I would say the third thing to um, that you can start doing is uh, start giving to yourself you know I don't think a lot of people do things for themselves enough and because they don't do things for themselves enough they don't have anything left to give it's like how can you how you know I mentioned that I, I pour my cup out for people but the only reason I could do that is because my cup is full in yeah, the you first got something place. in there yeah so you have to fill yourself up with joy and, and with you got to fill yourself up with knowledge appreciation joy um, and understanding and Give yourself something to feel good about. So this way, when you are around people who don't have it, you can give it to them without feeling, you know, empty yourself. That's um, amazing. So That's amazing. That's just amazing. to rehash, you know, uh, 
appreciation and gratefulness are important. Um, behave your way, you know, into that mindset by just doing things even when you don't feel like it. And number, number, two, three, number three, yeah, fill uh, it up, man. fill your cup up because up, you baby. never know, you know, when you're gonna have to pour a little, you know, pour a little liquor out for your homies. And uh, if you don't have that liquor, you know, or, or or energy or whatever the situation is in your cup, it's going to be very difficult. And I, and I love that, Eric. That's why, you know, I respect you and I admire you a lot. You know, I learned a lot from you, even though, you know, um, you know, I have a little bit more experience in some areas. You have a little bit more experience in other areas. Like we rub off each other. We grow from each other. Like women. <laughs> Yeah, but we we, we, we we obviously respect what you're doing and your team loves you and respects you for what you're doing well, as well. I appreciate you too, man. And I, you know, not to get all sentimental and weird as my, you know, tears flow down this phone, but, <laughs> um, you know, I think that, you know, you have an amazing skill set and, you know, servant leadership is not, I don't think it covers everything, especially in business. There's so many other aspects to it to be successful, but in a team building exercise or in a, in a position where people are the most important thing, which in our business they are. You have to serve. You think, have to I do think it. Every business, man. Yeah. I think every uh, business needs for, people. For sure. For sure. I've seen. You know, it's crazy. I've seen people. So it's real. I've seen people that own like factories and because I used to do business to business and knocking on doors and stuff like that. And I went to all these different companies and you can tell like sometimes people were looked upon as just maybe just a, a guy or a number or some fucking worker or something. And to me, I don't look at it that way. Like to me, every single human being that comes in through our doors, like I really want to get to know every single one of them. And I know it's kind of hard because we have a hundred plus ages in a company and. We have a bunch of employees running around. We have a lot of things going on that, are, you know, uh, obviously through businesses, ups and downs. But me actually trying to get to know each new person, it's kind of difficult at our level. But I, I get thrilled when I see a new person with a new vision and the, their light just in their eyes is beaming towards the future. And I know for a fact that if I just go out there and help him out somehow, some way with my, you know, not, not, not with my title, but with what my title represents, which is to be the spear of the company and kind of get the company to the next level, that motivates the crap out of me. Because I remember when I was hopeless, looking for an opportunity, looking for a shot. And now, you know, we can give this opportunity to hundreds of thousands of people. So uh, respect what you're doing. Uh, if you want to add a couple of things, uh, well, the last just, one thing maybe. Yeah, one last thing. I mean, I think there's so many different ways you can serve people, right? I mean, it's, it's infinite in terms of, you know, yeah. different things you can do. And, you know, sometimes... Even just buying someone a fucking, you know, piece of pizza when they're You want to hear something crazy? I want to say something that you did a long time ago that kind of made me think. One of our agents couldn't afford a shirt. This was a while back, right? I remember this day like it was yesterday. He couldn't afford a shirt. He was probably in the business for a week, week and a half maybe or something like that. I don't remember who it was. All I know that the guy was going through a tough situation. He didn't have a button-down shirt. And I remember me and you went to a store in Jersey and you literally said, you know what, well, let's just get some shirts for this guy. That was, it's cool. that was Anthony or somebody. We don't want to say, you know, who it really was, but was it a guy named Anthony? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You don't remember? Okay, yeah, but whatever. <laughs> probably, but I, I don't know if you remember. You probably did this many, many times. I've done this many times. I remember there was one kid in, in one of my offices who couldn't afford pants. Like, this was like two and a half years ago, three years ago. And I literally bought him freaking pants. Like, I, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back or pat you on the back. I mean, that's just what servant leadership is about. It's not just... Helping somebody about helping someone the regular way, it's going the extra fucking mile, and that servant leadership changes everything. I got one last story for you. It's pretty crazy. So I used to work in a restaurant called Legal Seafood. Little shout out there. Um, woo, 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 I, think woo. I think it got shut down, but when I was at <laughs> it, it was illegal. Se- left, no, no, it was illegal seafood. Yeah, illegal. No, actually, it's funny. The one I went to shut down. It's probably because I left. No. So um, anyway, I was a busser. I was there for like three years. I did that during my you know college days, but. There was a story they used to tell and, and Legal Seafoods was huge on customer service. They always felt like if you can serve your customer, then you know, you can, you know, you'll stay in business forever. So um, the story they told during orientation was a guy came in for dinner, you know, got his dinner, and when they came down to dessert, 
Um, the guy says, is there anything that I can get for you, you know, for dessert? And jokingly, the customer is like, not unless you guys have Snicker bars back there. Like, just totally joking around. But, you know, obviously, you know, we wanted the Snickers. And the guy was like, um, ha, 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 like, I'll go check. So what he does is he runs, he goes outside, runs to the nearest deli, con- deli convenience store, buys a Snickers, takes it out, puts it on a plate, like, makes it look a little bit nice. And comes back and he goes, here, this is on the house. Holy moly. And wow. the, you know, obviously. I guarantee that customer. That customer, probably- yeah, he went straight to management, obviously, told them. And that was like, the, you know, that's their story they use of like serving customers. And it was like, no way that, you know, that guy did not have to go out of his way to do that. But it just clicked in his mind. He did it. And forever that will be, you know, the story that they tell them. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, listen, guys, you obviously got a couple of stories and a little bit of some mindset from Eric and I on, on you know, what serving leadership is about. Hopefully you go out there and if you have a team, if you have two employees, if you're just starting out, like start off by just serving people in front of you. Like you don't have to remember, get a reward right now. Sometimes it's not about the residual reward now. It's about the residual impact later on, right? So we love you guys. We hope you guys go out there and fucking crush it. Once again, you can find us on Instagram, Michael underscore Barayev. That's Michael underscore Barayev, or you can find us on TikTok as well. Or Just thought of my TikTok and YouTube, baby. You can find me in such movies as Fight Club. I'm the main <laughs> character. <of Brad> <laughs> anyway, guys, have a good one and enjoy the rest of your Monday.